uh, it's been four months. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a bit. We have to, um, I think for the sake of the listener, go over a little bit of what happened. It will probably just, just be a week's time between <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what happened previously and difference. what happened Ideally, now. if you've enjoyed what you've listened to so far, <laughs> this was a quick. seven days. Actually, maybe it's been two hours. Maybe you've just been binging it. Maybe you've been binging it. Um, we haven't. Maybe we're getting back into it in terms of consuming that good, good rank content. But to at least catch the four of us up, and it was such a pivotal time when we left that I think it's worth noting where we are. So we have... The rank, uh, and again, remember who sent y'all there. That was the uh, the makers, which were uh, L, C, and T, who we had just met. Uh, and we see them again because as we walk out, the three of them are standing there, uh, ready to receive their book. Uh, the three of them are standing there with carriage behind. Uh, if you were to notice, I'm just going to give this to us just for like a movie sake to have a fun scene. Um, but Kirk right now is uh, sweating bullets as she often does. Uh, it's funny, as we were <laughs> listening back through some episodes, K- poor Kirk has gone through a lot. Uh, one eye, uh, on it's polarizing. On one end, she's meeting uh, all of her greatest fantasies are coming true, and then the other, she's essentially being hunted, uh, and that's also not so fun. But she's starting to get to know this party really well. But right now, she is fiddling with the book behind her back, and if you were to look closely, uh, she is trying to lock it again because when she walked out, it was unlocked. So in her seeing uh, the uh, makers, she's kind of uncertain. And then uh, L says, I cannot believe it. You have done it. I cannot say that this was something that I expected, but you are quite a, dare I say it, and see. Uh, with her massive clock-sized eyes, kind of stares right at Kirk and says, A team. T uh, is also excited and kind of spitting everywhere in the way that he talks and says, My goodness gracious, how were you able to answer all of the riddles? We had forgotten them ourselves. Well, uh... Yeah, simple, simple answer there. There may not be an I in team, but there certainly should be a lilt. Uh, she was kind of the, the brains of the operation. Um, couldn't be more thankful. You know, I just, I, I read a lot of books and I did a lot of research and, you know, writing songs, they're kind of like riddles. So I guess I have some experience there. It was just really, really impressive to see the whole gang work. As Cyrus is talking, he's going to try and stand in front of Kirk. Um... Uh, noticing that she is she is trying to lock this book um, and is going to sort of aid in that process. Uh, at that point, uh, C, who has not taken her eyes away from Kirk, so if Kirk wasn't already under enough pressure, um, the eyes that seem to see into her soul are still staring there, and C says, Reading books, Lilt. Just like, you know, historically, I've always been a big reader, and it's one of my favorite pastimes. Did you find anything in our library? It is a place for for books. No, it well, is very strange. Everything seems uh, like the like libraries usually have many books, right? This is this feels uh, lacking. Like yeah, this is more kind of what I would expect sort of stacked next to a latrine. It's weird though. Um, they, the all of them are locked up. Is there, you know, is, is there like book theft, word theft that I'm, is that, wait, is that what plagiarism is? <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's just say that these are important books. Uh, but yes, you are right. Uh, they are locked uh, with uh, a kind of uh, spell that I do not think as impressive as you are, uh, you could open. And C interrupts again. She's like, I am not sure, Elle. And she's starting to come closer to Kirk. Uh, we honestly were expecting to uh, not collect uh, warm 
bodies when we came. We usually come as the the cleanup crew, as it were. Okay, um, how many folks have you sent on this here quest? Ah, uh, you might be able to put that together if you were to count the bones. How many bones did you see inside of the library? Can I roll for bones? No. <laughs> <laughs> So how far are they from us at this point? I would say at the beginning they were 15 feet away. Okay. And so now so we're almost kind of face beginning to, to face. Walk. Yep. And so I, Lilt, I would say even if you were trying to distract her, even if you had come into her line of sight, uh, it's almost like she has x-ray vision that is still looking at Kirk, uh, who is, you're right, under the uh, uh, incognito name of Cat right now. So if I had C calling her Kirk earlier, I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, at, uh, it, uh, a, a carrier pigeon flies up and tell it uh, a little note is attached, and Cyrus opens it and it says, "Hey, there is a pandemic. No, <laughs> no, nobody move for four months." Yes, and so we all yes. stood out front of this library, <laughs> social distance. Right. Cool. Uh, and so they're about to come up on us, and then how can I, if I turn and kind of look back, how how is the locking situation coming along? Uh. Kirk takes a big breath out as if she'd been holding it for a long time. And so you might be able to uh, perceive that she has locked the book. Great. Uh, Well, it seems like we've done exactly what you have asked, unless you need more than one book, in which case we probably need more time to go back inside. Do the, do the, uh, the puzzles change? Or is it the same? Can we guess same things again and go get more books? Well, it's actually very interesting. But as uh, L or uh, T starts to say that, C interrupts and looks over to you, Kavir, and says, "All but one book. You you have a book." And at this point, uh, Kirk interjects and says, "Oh, uh, yes, but." <laughs> Just like you said, we were unable to open, and so um, do we put this back? I wanted to have at least something to show that that we had done everything. We weren't sure. I mean, <laughs> we didn't expect you to be just outside when we got out. And hey, hello, here's a book. It seems uh, like people we gonna... could just come and like stand at door for you know six, seven hours, four months, and then just come back. You know, like we needed something to tell you that we'd done the thing that you asked us. Yeah. So. Um, here it is. And she just kind of like puts her hands up and C starts to make her way over uh, to grab the book, her attention back at Kirk. Um, anything happening there? Lilt, are you still? Just to like clarify, our mission was to just go through the library. I'm trying to remember what they. Yeah, basically yeah. we were like, we were uh, tasked with uh, making the library safe for entry. T would confess that he was the one who had set up the security, but had actually forgotten the riddles. Um, Got it. And they tend to feud every now and then, mostly him and L, because C isn't really about that kind of stuff. Great. Um, but they were just that. That has become a through fire and flame. Show us what you're made of. Situation that is often, almost always, not worked out. Got, Got it. it. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. Yeah, we, we made it all the way through. We brought back a book as proof because you know that you, you have to prove things to be historically accurate so that you know that, that we did it, what we were supposed to do, and um, and now we did it. And so now you probably need to like make your security better because we know all the things, and, and she's just trying to like talk over this whole situation. Oh, judging by the big one's arm, and he's pointing at Cyrus, who's a fire genasi. I would have thought that he was the one who was fiery, but it seems that you, calling us out are on our own on our own security, you have a little bit of fire in you, Lilt. Well, you know that progress is always better. You're always trying to get better each time, and I, I progress, not perfection, right? Yes, progress. And in some kind of like, if there was an educational salute, T clips his heels together and says, <laughs> "Absolutely, we should think bigger." Much bigger. Um, were the statues damaged? Uh, no. The statues damaged, however. Um, and if you know somebody that can kind of make quick work of a rib cage, I would be much obliged. They are fine. We were able to sort of, uh, 
fix everything and solve everything without needing to destroy your stone monoliths to an old world. As you were talking, Cyrus, C has kind of floated over to you and touched your ribs uh, that you are now, your HP is back up to full health. Full? Wow. Yep. Hey now, coffee says, first. Uh, uh, thank you very much, ma'am. <laughs> so that helped. Quite a bit. I'm feeling feeling rather refreshed. Uh, th- thank you, C. Absolutely. And she floats over to Kirk and takes the book and says, Thank you. This was a very wise move. And as she's floating back to the other two, uh, she is just absolutely studying this book. Like, looking at the spine, looking at the pages. um, And she kind of stops a little bit and glances back at the party holding the book, squints her eyes. Maybe the first time you've seen them squint at all. And then just continues on. And she says, uh, well... They seem like a team, don't they? De-su-tan-li. Do. And as he's like on every syllable, he's like doing little jabs at every one of you. Uh, he's short enough, though, it might be towards the knees, but he is just like, uh-uh-uh-uh. Um, he's like, you look like Kuwait, the team. Uh, you have what? Five days until you get started. You have a lot of stuff that you have to figure out. I see, uh, unless uh, your little uh, uh, eye patch friend, I'm sorry, is that rude? Uh, unless uh, she is writing things down for you, you do not have a scribe. What were your plans for this? Uh, we need scribe for team. Oh, yes, but it's quite convenient uh, with a team. Because you tend to stay together, you only need one. So say you have a team of four, which is the limit now. If you were to have a team of four, you could not have four different scribes. What if they're all saying different things? You have to have one, at least. And then uh, are there other, like, dedicated positions? Like, uh, uh, you know, like fighter or, you know, strongest man? Is this like dedicated <laughs> position? It's uh, it's whatever you make it, really. Okay. All teams are unique. That's what we're liking about this this new launch. You know, we like having these teams because, of course, there are teams on the opposition. But everyone must have one scribe. Yes, they need to have at least one scribe. You have to keep uh, record of the history, mm. like in all of these books. Well. well not in the books, on the walls. Uh, forgive me, I, I'm new in town. We got we got an able-bodied friend here in our friend Cat. Could could she potentially play our scribe um, so that our team could stay together? There's just a, a sort of a mutual understanding that is is already starting to take shape, and I, I wouldn't want to mess with that mojo, right? If you want you more don't books, really play scribe. And uh, after she has put the book into the carriage, which is very uh, surprisingly low to the ground, um, she kind of makes her way back and uh, comes up to Kat and starts to kind of investigate her. I'm sorry. I I hope you don't mind. May I? And starts to, like, grab her hand and kind of feel a little bit, um, uh, looking through her big bushy hair all of these kinds of things, uh, looking very intently at the eye patch. Are you a scribe? Are you bound magically to uh, your tool of scribbery? And Cat says, um, no. I, I am a great writer, though. I am a great writer. And I'm a bard. We could, you know, tag team it she could write down the historical side i could write down the creative side does that count probably not but either way you have two things to look forward to when you get back to swain there will be an opportunity for you to 
interview a scribe in the marketplace. You don't have much time, but you will be able to find a place for those who are uh, of describery. Yes, but what is most unfortunate is usually, what are we, four or five days out? The scribes remaining are not going to be the, uh, the, uh, cream of the crop, as they say. You'll have to kind of, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the Law and Order, but when they say things like, if you can't get an attorney, one will be provided for you. It's that kind of level of expertise. <laughs> they can spell. Oh, yeah, they can spell. I'm sure, I mean, they graduated, but they are not the top of their class. I mean, uh, of course, they're not going to be anybody from, uh, shoot, what did I, what's the name of your graduate, where, where'd you graduate from? Ploratory. Ploratory. They're not going to be anybody from, you know, Ploratory, but who's to even know who those people are? And then C kind of starts to glance at Kat, and for some reason, like, as if something's on the back of her neck, kind of tilts her head your way, lilt a little bit, and she's like, yeah, who's to know? Look at me. Look down here at me. If you want to talk this about cream of the crop. Inappropriate. I don't know why you speak not, this way. Like, I'm just, it's that I'm short. We're not the cream of the crop, and still, we solved your book puzzle. We solved your, your library dungeon, and we have a cat. <laughs> Because it's the nature. It's nature out here. It's beautiful. Also, I didn't even see the cat. I thought Vince as Cyrus was talking about Cat, who's a member of the party. Um, so we will build off of that as C comes up to Cat and she's like, yes, you do. You have a cat. What I'm trying to say is point us in the right direction and we'll go find a scribe. I, I, I think our, our, our team is... Gosh, four feels perfect, but we we don't have the talent on the squad that you're saying we need. And so let's find it and get this out of the way. I'm not worried about bottom of the barrel. We're gonna make it we're gonna make a New York Times author out of this person. And remember, only heroes count towards your number. Not to uh demean your cat, but you are a team of three. If she wants to try and keep up, she can. She has every right to. But she's done it so far, and she understands that it is dangerous. Now, if she had an invitation to become a hero, she would need to go through that process before she could get going. Fair enough. Cat, I'll try and throw you in, in front of something that feels important. We'll get you a letter. How's that sound? Okay. <clears throat> I'm, uh, well, uh... I don't know about throwing. We'll, we will, we'll talk, let's talk about we this We will later. practice with the dagger a little more. So there's less dropping and more more you know, striking. I'm, I'm happy to be support. <laughs> um, and uh, at this point, the three of them say, uh, or they're headed back and L starts to scream back, I wish we could give you a ride, but uh, someone in our party is a little uh, bigger. And as they're starting to make their way into the carriage, as you would like trying to cram into a car, uh, this person has to get out first. And when they do, the carriage probably lifts two to three feet because what comes out is the number eight hero who is probably uh, about seven and a half feet tall and maybe four feet wide. Hello, I am Perino. Where is my foe? And uh, C kind of pats him on the shoulder and she says, oh, oh, Perino, there's <laughs> uh, no foe. You're, you're fine. I don't know. It feels a bit dangerous. Can I help? Uh, and uh, Cyrus, you for sure would know. Perino, who basically uh, looks like maybe the most traditional hero that you can think of. Uh, bronze greaves, uh, full armor, head to toe. Uh, would probably normally be wearing a helmet, but is not because it's a little more casual here. Uh, massive hands, massive feet, a big, massive grin. I mean, he looks like any generic version of the soldier or the warrior in any kind of like video game or anything like that. Uh, with his hair uh, that always seems kind of wet and parted right down the middle. Uh, Parano is the number eight hero. So he's about three or four off from becoming a judge. 
And as we said earlier in the game, or earlier in our story, there are heroes that are dedicated to defense and those that go adventuring or go to find the trouble and vanquish it. Um, and so he is the defender of the city of Zarison. He says, you're positive. There's no trouble to be found. No, we definitely had trouble down in the cave. These, these things almost killed us. Somebody should check that out. I don't know if it's... Almost killed you? Yeah, all four of us. We were... I, I'm glad you're here because I think without you, the, I, something would have killed us. You should check it out. It's down there in this tunnel. Uh, look for a big statue of uh, of Ogre. Uh, yeah, he's, just check him down. Uh, he puts his hands out and says, Sword! And a sword kind of tosses over his back and into his hand. And this sword, if uh, he's about seven and a half feet tall, his sword is about four feet tall. And so uh, he's, he's just a big, big boy. And he starts to kind of lumber his way towards the library. And then C just quietly says, no, Perrineau, no. Come back with us, please. Okay. And he does a big turnaround uh, and uh, waving back to you as he's walking away is a tiny man. This is a scribe that may be about uh, five feet tall. That is just a human uh, and kind of wrinkly. And he is tied like a backpack to the back of Perino. And he's just kind of waving to you. And you can see as Perino begins to put his sword back Describe, wrap his arms around the sword and lock it in in front of him uh, uh, to kind of make this shield. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then they head back into the carriage. Uh, is there anything you want to say before they start to uh, head out? Can I roll? Uh, I'm, I'm want to, I want to investigate his armor. Mm-hmm. So tell me, is that uh, perception or, or uh, actually like insight or investigation? I mean, I'm fine for you to use whatever is your highest okay. when it comes to armor. Even if that's history, just because of your profession, maybe that would be viable there. But I don't know that's what's cool. the biggest for you. Oh, that's a 22. Okay. Yeah, 22. So this is magically imbued armor. Um, and so I, I like I just like thinking of Perino's dimensions because he just feels like a wall that's mm-hmm. walking around. So he's pretty thick. Uh, but if he's like three and a half feet to four feet wide as a, as a human being, um, there's a little bit of padding there to make him look that much bigger. This armor in its thickness is likely three to four inches thick of this steel. And so it is a steel that is kind of weathered to look bronze. Um, but you would maybe know if you were to make this, this is not a day project. It's not a 24 hour project. If someone was to make this, this could take weeks, maybe even a month. Cyrus is a big deal and is really good. What was the fourth ring of Zarison mm-hmm. where you live? Yeah. Um, so you might be able to do it a little bit quicker, but it's also just how much it would cost you to make this. Yeah. Um, it would cost a lot and it probably weighs hundreds of pounds in itself. Your right arm. If you go above 90, you're going to have trouble. Uh, and then uh, Perino starts to lift his arm a little bit. And is like, Correct! Yeah, there's a little bit too much of the, the shoulder bracer is not giving you the full range of motion. Um, Beautiful armor, though. Love it. Perino, right? That's right, Perino. And this is my faithful, most faithful scribe, Id. And Id kind of waves again. He's like, hey. You can't really hear him very well because there's a massive sword in his face. And Perino didn't think to turn back around. Um, so he's also facing the other way. Id will met. Well, anyway, Perino, I don't have any uh, I don't have any shop set up quite yet, but would love to fix that shoulder someday if you'd let me. Uh, would it help me live? Yeah. Would help you live. It would help you lift. It would also... <laughs> I think just cut that. It would chisel the figure just right. Ah, uh, I kind of like you. I kind of like you too. Great. And then he, as the last person back in the carriage, um, it begins to drive away. Did we ever say how y'all got there? Did y'all have a carriage that you came uh, in? Cart, horse-drawn cart. A I cart. Think is what we said, yeah. So a horse-drawn cart that is still there. Who was driving? Did we say that? 
Uh, Feels like Kavir. I think so. Uh, we'll have you. Is there anything else y'all want to do in the area before you get back in? Because next it's um, heading back uh, to get back to Swain, which would be 14 to 16 hour type trip. I am curious if we were to go back down, what happens? Like, well, yeah, will will the judges, the makers, forgive me, will the makers allow us to go back in the building? Like, are we leaving uh, before them or are they rolling out? And we're they're rolling out, he said. Yeah, they're rolling out behind. Okay, okay. Kevier walks back to the door. He wants to see if there's a way that we can go back in and get another book. Gotcha. If not, uh, that's so fine, when, when you do walk back, you see that the orc is back on its pedestal and the door behind him is closed. So we'd have to resolve and refight? Yes. I mean, we could just go and blast the riddles, right? They're the same? Yes. We don't know. Uh, vacuum. Broom. <laughs> A broom, that's right, yes. We yell broom through the door. <laughs> You're Where are you right now? Uh, at the door. I mean, nothing happens. What did I we learn know. from the first book? I don't remember. It was a book of secrets. Uh, nothing very... Sp- we didn't really have a lot of time with it. We just got a general idea that there was like a bunch of secrets that the rank was yeah. keeping or that were surrounding the rank, including the... Uh, five fingers, five hands of God, five fingers of God. We didn't have enough time to really get into specifics. We just kind of got like a, oh, there's like a lot going on here. Which yeah. Why I'm think curious the, about going back for a book. The other big note was that books that like if the Nucleo doesn't have the book, the Nucleo mm-hmm. doesn't recognize it as history. That was a note that I, right. I like that feels really big to us is like there are yeah. things hidden from what is deemed history of the world. Or the continent at the very least, right? And so, um, yeah, I, 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 we could go and grab books. It feels like more like the the theme around the library was, okay, there is history that exists outside of history, quote unquote. And we could ask uh, Kirk, too, if her key would even work on another book. Like, did we just get lucky? It's a good question. So, Kirk, if we go back into the library, is there any chance that we can find another book that would be valuable, you know, because Kavir gave away the one book that we had that I was okay, trying to this, keep. I'm sorry. I did not understand. Also, did you see how she could, like, see through people? Yeah. I, I'm not trying yeah. to divert from my own, like, responsibility in this situation, but she You're right. me she, I, in this. She, she was looking right through me. Yes. It did feel Look, like uh, maybe the wiser choice. Uh, speaking of looking right through you, uh, Kirk, who's probably in front of you, I'm going to say Lilt is between Kirk and the library again, is kind of looking around you and heading up to a wall. And there's a little crack uh, in the wall. There's actually several because this is beginning to ruin, though it's not completely fallen down. And this crack that has like this crevice that goes into the wall, she takes out her key and uh, says, come here. Okay. Then she takes the key out. And says, watch close. And slowly starts to put that in there. And you see the metal of that key form to the crevice. This and then she takes it back impressive. out. And the key, just for a fraction of a second, looks like that crevice. And she says, this is one of the m- more important tools in the world. We could get into those locks. So you're saying we should go back to get the other book. I'm saying it's up to you. I mean, it feels like when we walked out, I heard something as if something was resetting. Maybe the frame of the door is is a reset button. I'm not sure, but if the riddles are the same, maybe. All right, let's speed run it. Let's go. Yeah, it feels. I mean, uh, there's a lot to read, I, but we've got. I, I, will I jump imagine into we have corner over and over in the yeah. corner until we appear in the yeah. other room. Sometimes if you equip and then unequip and then equip <laughs> and then unequip, you can kind of kind of clip. No, I, uh, li- listen, we got a lot of hours on the cart today and I would imagine many more ahead of us. There's a lot of there's a lot of content to get through, but let's go pick it up. Cool. So y'all are speed running through. Uh, the riddles are going to stay the same, but you want to give me, uh, somebody want to give me an idea of what this might look like as you're just running through and just breaking the game a little bit? Uh, Are you just yelling the 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 like? Yeah, we put Lilt in front answers and, and just let her yell as we go. 
Cool. Run it Broom. There. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll say yelling. <laughs> yeah. Bookkeeper. So we'll say that yelling, yeah. yelling with enough time to just, just book it through this thing. It's like now you've broken into a museum after hours. It's not a, a trying to kill you dungeon anymore. And you get back to the bookcase. What do you do? Uh, how many books do we see? Um, you see this bookcase is not full. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, I mean... If it was a bookcase, I'm trying to imagine one in front of me. It probably has like over 70, like 70 to 80 different books uh, sporadically. They're not necessarily pressed up against each other. Um, It might have been an assumption that this was going to be something that housed more, uh, but it doesn't. Either maybe because the makers have been grabbing things for reference or uh, that they just was never enough that made it this far. So it feels like we could take one or two without it being noticed. So like maybe mm-hmm. we should roll investigation again to find the most important books. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. Sweet. Uh, that wow. would be a 16. And I only rolled a nine. Lilt, you what know, from True Detective, uh, I got a five. 18. So you would see, after you look hard enough, there's there seems to be kind of a distinction. Some of these books... Um, and again, all of them are so ancient, but some of them look more ancient than others. And there's actually only a handful, maybe half a dozen that don't have anything on the spine that look most similar to the book that you took at first that you were most drawn to. How many of them are we going to take? Yeah, I think just two. Two? Two feel safe? Okay, I'm in. Awesome. We're heading back out? Yep. Uh, as you head back out... Um, and come back through the door frame and begin to head up out towards your cart. Perino stands before you. Um, I do want to say that it is highly likely that um, Cyrus peed on the Shang or the shock st- uh, statue. Oh, excellent! Just for that for that hit. Yeah. So there's Very. a <laughs> part of the dust that was blocking the riddle has now been removed. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Kiviru, I don't know if he gets to the, all the way there in time, but was is going to try to like pocket the books so we don't have a repeat of the walking up and uh perino is standing there and says hello again and you hear from behind him not id who's the first one of the first voices you heard from behind him uh but someone say more books maybe and uh c walks around him she has come out of the cart with perino uh and the other two t and l have stayed in the carriage did we go back in? Define. Well, I never, I never got an answer about how the system works, and so we wanted to see if we could speed run or if it changed. Now we know. So, yes, it's the the riddles are still the same. So again, I'm just saying maybe you want to. It's probably important to change them. Yes, especially now that um, we know them, and I'm sure. I don't know. Kev here seems like he can't keep a secret, so. Okay. Uh, I will say Lilt is good at the writings of music, so maybe the next uh, ones could be musical. Yes? They could be. Great you, idea. You have to sing the answer. Mm, I think that mm-hmm. would add like an it. extra level of security. Uh, I'd be happy Cyrus. to help. Something to think about. Cyrus. Mm. She says again as she looks at you. You knew a lot of the workings of Perino's armor. I have been following you, but I cannot remember your profession. What was that again? I am a blacksmith. And in your smithery, how important for things like this as she slaps a hand on this armor and it makes the tiniest little noise you've ever heard on Perino's armor. How important would you say the job of the blacksmith is to the making of the armor and the weapons and the metalwork? It is. The armor and the weapons and the metalwork that are an extension of the work. The smith is everything wonderful and a different question I I don't have to pose it to you but 
we all know of the rank, yes? And she starts to motion at uh, Perino's thigh, which has that number eight uh, on his right thigh, showing his marker of where he is. We understand its importance. And she's not really waiting for an answer there, because it's a teacher kind of situation. I am a maker, much like you, Cyrus. I help to make the rank what it is. And you've put it in such elegant words. The rank is essentially an extension of us. We knew where you were. We were here waiting for you. We tend to keep track. So we knew when you went back. The books, please. I don't know, guys. I got nothing on this. (laughs) Oh, I guess I'm holding them is what I said, so... Anybody have any deceptive magic on this? No. I do not. I, I have Mage Hand, but if she saw us when we weren't even around her, I don't know how I'm going to trick her with Mage Hand. Yeah. Okay, so Kivieta pulls two books out of his pocket, satchel, whatever he's got. See, and forgive me, I can't I can't figure out if that is a letter or S-E-E. Um, before we hand these books over, could I just get a look at those glasses? I would love, I mean, the, the frames are so delicate and so precise. I would love to just, look, we're just trying to figure out as much as we can, learn as much as we can, right? And so we said, hey, there's a bunch of free books in there. Nobody's doing anything. Libraries, you can take them out for 14 to 21 days, depending on the title. And maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take a gander, bring them on back. I get it. Red tape. All I'm hoping for here is... Could I maybe just see the glasses for 30 seconds? Could you roll persuasion? Sure. 11. (laughs) (laughs) You are... Now take this in a good way, because I do like strange. But you, Cyrus, are strange. Mm. You as a team have proven yourself. I will give you... Five seconds to look at my bifocals. She just takes them off. Cool. Uh, and her eyes are as big as they were when they were on. Perfect. <laughs> and she just hands those to you. I'm going to cast Identify. Okay. And as you are hold, as as it moves from C to Cyrus's hands, Parano anxiously kind of looks and says, "Please don't break them. Be do be careful." There is nothing I respect more than a fine piece of metalwork. Um. Uh. Identify allows me uh, an object that I can touch. Uh, if it is magic or some magic imbued option, I learn its properties and how to use it, uh, like, and any magical information about it. That's awesome. And this is, I wish I could re- reward you more. I'll give you an inspiration for this, for even asking for her glasses, um, but they are nothing past, like, just eyesight correction. No. Perfect. A lot of the power is coming from the being itself. The, I just that need, was awesome. I needed to know. Yeah. No, that's great. You definitely have a, a point of inspiration for that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, well, goodness, see, these are truly the finest, finest glasses I think I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> and they go well on this stack of books that we are giving back to you now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we hand it back. Give you. <laughs> is uh, there other place where we could maybe... You see, we we are kind of behind. We are only five days away, and this is new team. We're simply, uh, like Cyrus said, trying to find a new way of, you know, catching up. Uh, Do you have other hints? Maybe cheat sheet, you know, laminated cheat sheet uh, for new heroes? Man, I don't think you can say that to somebody. I mean, she, like, kind of makes a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, uh, at that point, Perino says, no cheating. My God, no cheating. And just he's always saying things through a smile. Have you um, fed the small men on the back of your back recently? Uh, Perino has taken offense to this and says, uh, sword, and puts his hand out, and uh, the sword's not coming. And he says, Sword. Sword. And uh, he kind of 
turns around because he's gotten a pat on his back. There's probably some kind of Morse code between Id and Perino <laughs> that he can just kind of make him move like a horse. And uh, Id uh, makes sure to reach into a pocket and pull out uh, a bit of bread and just begin to kind of chew on it and smile at you and give a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, and then does like a pop, pop on uh, Perino's haunches and then they turn back around. And he says, sorry. Um, and then uh, C looks at you and says, there will be an orientation. But before that, you will have the opportunity in Swain, whether that be in shops or in actual training facilities, to learn more about teamwork and the rank. Great. Thank you so much. You'll be heading out now. Yes. And you can tell that she has every intention of kind of sticking around this time uh, okay, with Perino by her side. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you all heading back to the cart? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. As, as you walk by, you can see with their heads far out the window, uh, as if they are students at a school that saw their friend get in trouble. Elle is like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, trying to break some rules, I see. <laughs> Maybe they'll be pretty good heroes. And then you uh, start to head to your cart, uh, and those two kind of just wait around because C's not quite ready to leave. Um, but you're heading back to your cart and you are beginning to head south back to Swain. Where is everybody right now on the cart? I would imagine it is a four to six seater inside. Uh, maybe it's a 46, 46 seater. Uh, what did y'all imagine? Y'all can make it what you want. It's like a hayride type cart where there's no roof or are y'all, uh, inside. For some, some reason, DM, I always imagine open. But yeah. that's just my like D and D brain. I think is that's like, crazy. Well, we're back we in don't old have times. that kind of cash. <laughs> that's funny. Right. I always think of um, what was that game where you like you Oregon die Trail? Di- Oregon Trail, where you die of dysentery. I like always think of a covered wagon. Nice and two yeah, oxes. I think, of, I think of something covered too, but mine's more of the period piece, like Pride and Prejudice. I'm going from mm. one town to the other. Nice, that's and we're facing one. facing each other, kind of vibe. Uh, Open is great. This, open's great. So either we're, way, Kavir is driving. Man, that was a a surprise, right? I I mean, I know that C can see things, but wait, what did you say? I can't hear you out here from the front. I know I that like to C be... can see things. Oh we, yes, that was very strange. We relocate our fake characters so that <laughs> the other guy can hear us. Uh, so it's getting to no. me. It's like dusk. It's getting dark outside. Man, to say the least, I'm. I mean, I when they say we're washing you, I thought it meant that they had you know sort of eyes and ears everywhere, and that word gets back. But that was, I mean, that was instant. I I checked your glasses for magic, and there is nothing in there. Hmm. Yes, that was unnerving. We're sure. We're sure, cat, that your eye is not connected to anything anymore. Yeah, we're sure. And she can lift it up, and you can kind of see the hollow mm. little it, little pit that was there. Oh, thank it's you healing for that. really nicely, I think. It really is. I owe it to you guys. And then, can we talk Parano for a second? What do, is there? Does anything? About? It does. I mean, exactly. What is going on in in between those ears, man? Nothing. It is blank space, like. <laughs> Like whispers of wind, just just moving through the pines. And, but but the armor is expert craft, and I, I know we haven't seen him fight or anything like that. But I don't know. It almost felt like, oh, that's dumb. No, say it. What do you mean? I mean, it felt like another backpack that was calling the shots. Right, but this wasn't like a creepy ooze-filled backpack. This was another human being, right? That's fair. Yeah, that that isn't going to age well. That's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> but it just I I didn't understand. Very literal. I, I just it. didn't understand what he had no he had no thoughts for himself. And under his breath uh, or under her breath, Kirk is uh repeating didn't understand kind of over and over again and beginning to look just kind of dumbfounded. Kata, are you okay? 
Um, man, I, I've met Spada. I've met Bolos. And she kind of blushes a little bit. I've met you. I've seen a dragon, but I mean, Perino is a top ten. But I was concerned. He's, he's the defender of Zarison. What's so important in a time where security should be at its peak that you would take someone from the most important city in the world. Why wasn't he at his post? Well, it seems like makers need security detail, no? Like, they are very important to the whole process. Yeah, but they didn't in... I mean, like, when we went and saw them in town, right? Like, there was no... But I mean, there was... Yes. They weren't in Swain. He wasn't in Hmm. Swain. But then here is Perino. Miles and miles away from Zarison? Uh, I don't know. I think it confirms something's wrong. Did you get to read any more of the book before you locked it? I don't expect you to, but... I did. On the way out, we were talking, and, and I promise I can multitask, and I was having conversations with y'all, but I I did catch a few things about the uh, the markers, you know, how they keep up with the rank, the showings. The numbers on the on the person, like he had on the side. The numbers, stack. right? The eight and something that y'all will have someday. And she kind of puts her hand uh, on your leg and then kind of pulls it away because even as close as y'all are, she's not sure yet. She hasn't had relationships like this. Um, yes, like you'll have someday. Wait. So, what about the numbers? Is did you read? There was a lot of time dedicated to it. Usually, if I'm studying, and again. I'm not used to studying books, but say I'm looking at a wall for history. Scribes are known to put some of the most important parts if they're not doing things live, like someone would from from Ploratori, but they're known to put the most important things at the beginning. And so I started to read there. I think they're called, what were they called? Chapters, maybe? But I was reading those, and it felt like half of it was dedicated to these, so I tried to thumb to it, and... All I saw were blueprints and drawings, and I mean, I don't know how they're made, but something seemed different. I don't know. Well, what do you think about this uh, scribe uh, situation? Do you? I've. This is all new to me, so I have no interest in. Uh, I have no experience in hiring scribe. So, does uh, either anyone else here know anything about what makes a good scribe? Well, you know, you, you're looking for someone with a quick hand and and who is, is really looking to capture the truth and not just, um, I mean, I don't really know anything about scribes. I, I don't know why you think I know anything about this scribes. This is where the camera cuts over and the three of us are like just staring at you. Like, mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw that too. Yeah, you got, you've got five eyes intently looking at you. Um, five. And... uh Aww. Kirk is like, uh, yeah, I I know I can't be one. That that was nice of you, Cyrus, but I can't. You have to go to school for that. Trust me, I, even though I don't have much of a choice, I guess y'all are kind of my parano. I don't have enough time to go through school for you to get this done in time. It's very in-depth. So I guess we'll have to find someone when we get to Swain. Lilt, oh, I guess you have to go to school for it. I mean... Listen, I mean, if you're writing songs, it feels like a hop, skip, and a jump, and you're you're a well, scribe, right? It's like Kata said, like I, I can't I can't be an official scribe unless I've gone to scribbery school. And is there like a quick certification? <laughs> yeah, process? Like, like, like an alternative certification. Yeah, like process? night school, the five nights you could uh, nights night school that you could go to. <laughs> you can become a priest and then marry two rocks in like. <laughs> it's a twenty-four hour print your print your diploma thing. I'm pretty sure Scribbery doesn't work that way. Uh, Kavir, you would notice. How often are you uh, in control of horses? How often are you a driver? Do we have an opportunity for some back history here or anything like mm. that? Uh, I, yeah, I think I think his um, his part of the world is uh, sufficiently remote that horses are a pretty normal gotcha. kind of everyday part of life. So I'd say uh, in tune enough to know that they're getting a little bit restless uh, as you head um, down a pathway and it gets it begins to get darker um, and darker. 
Um, and then even as you get closer or as you continue south, uh, you start to feel that um, they become even more restless. Um, is there anything you say? Or are you looking? Or is the conversation that might be continuing behind you beginning to fade away into the background? Yes, I think Kivir would probably be a little distracted at first and then um, cast light the massive uh, as you're going there's uh, pretty sporadic you're not in the deepest depth of the forest like the library was but you are beginning to um, come into uh, a little less thick of a woody area it's probably way more woody to your left than your right there's a massive boulder on your left okay so I think he casts light on uh, his sword and just kind of holds his sword out to kind of kind of catch some light gotcha Um, and I assume that I mean, maybe that has some sort of effect on what everybody else, but that's what they see. So is, is Kavir quiet down and try to hold a torch out basically. Gotcha. Uh, and as you kind of approach a bridge and come to a bend in the road, um, everyone hears is maybe a good way to put it, but maybe you feel it more, but you hear something that is like this, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, not necessarily a grenade, but it's like a a wave through the air. So maybe like a poof, and this thing just kind of spreads out, and uh, it would hit the horses first, and they rear back, and then it would hit Kavir, and he would feel the chill on his face as if the temperature has dropped, and then it would hit the rest of the party, and everything around you uh, just feels cooler. In fact, Kirk... Uh, in her anxiety, is breathing harder. She's maybe the one who keeps the least amount of cool in these situations, no pun intended. You begin to see fog in front of her breath. I would say the temperature outside before this uh, was about 80 degrees. It was a beautiful night. Mm. And things begin to get cold, uh, and uh, the horses are trying to stop. Mm. Um, Okay, I think, Kavir, just for the sake of kind of not losing control of the horses brings them to a stop. So maybe not even a full stop, but just like very much slow them down. If they were kind of freaking out, then he's going to try to calm them down. Got it. Uh, I might need to get out and walk with them. This is... Well, what's going on? I mean, we lost, I mean, 10 degrees out here. Can I roll perception or investigation? Some sort of perception probably first, right? Yep. Uh, that is a nat 20. <gasps> hey. Okay. You see colors you've never um, seen before. Yeah. So uh, as you are looking ahead, can y'all see my mouse on the screen? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you are looking ahead, y'all are probably uh, right next to the boulder just past it. Looking ahead, you can see a semi-dark figure right at the bend of the road between y'all and the bridge to come. Uh, And it is motioning, it seems like, to the boulder. And so you turn your look to the back, uh, and you see at the back of the cart is standing a silhouette behind you. Hey, guys. I think we're surrounded. 